Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We've got a banger of a podcast coming to you today, episode number 51. Is it a banger? I think it's a really good mm. one. We've just finished filming sure. it. And <laughs> I think it's up there with one of the best. I think we had no plan to it, but the topics we talk mm. about are fantastic. My theory is right. You say it's going to be really good, and I say I'm not that sure, and it leaves people inquisitive. They like listen it. then. So you think it's good, right? I don't think it's rubbish. We you talk- think that was good content? I thought, yeah. You think that's good? Oh, wow. I thought it was wow. really good. Wow, okay. <laughs> On your head be it. I'll let everyone be the judge for that. Um We've been told we are the best podcast with two blokes sat in a garage yeah. in the world, which, which is I a compliment. It, yeah. Kev the Millionaire. Yeah. Sean Who Met Tiger. Yes. Am I going to have a celebrity fight with Peter Finch? Oh, you said something really bad about... You didn't really. I was going to make that up then and make it really clickbaity, but you didn't really say anything bad. But you did see the lamp Peter Finch. I did. Which is quite interesting. That's worth listening to. We talk about Peter Alice, the we legend. Do. We talk about Matt Fryer. Talk about some clubs that aren't a real, well. We can't. Let's not say them now because it's too. Somebody might hear this. This is too early. This is too early on. Little secret. We talk about some new corporate clubs. Yeah. Was that like a bit of ASMR there? Not really. No. <laughs> so guys, sit back. S-H-I-T. <laughs> sit back. Enjoy the podcast. We also give you a little teaser, a little tiny sprinkling of insight to two monster guests we have lined up. Yeah. In the next two podcasts so do a favor this might not be the best as guy says i think it's pretty good well, you give it a rating after three right so we'll go one two three and then i say number you and you do it at the same time and i think we give it the average of those okay. two okay right one two three seven or well, 7.5 so it's a 7.5 podcast everybody um, enjoy get through it do your best can i do the jingle and you count me in from three guy can you press that imaginary button yeah. to hit the jingle three two one Welcome back to the Rick Shields podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Rick Shields. I'm here with producer Guy. How are you, Guy? Not bad. Have a nice weekend. Um, so, it was... Yeah, I did. <laughs> yes. But I went to the driving range. Okay. And I left the driving range. Well, sorry, let me start this off. So, as everybody's listening in the UK, driving ranges have reopened and golf courses have reopened. So, that's good, isn't it? Great news. On paper, that's good. So I decided on Saturday, I'm going to go to the driving range, just hit a few balls, just go on my own, headphones in, listen to the Rick Shields Golf Show podcast, and listen to the open podcasts. Um, I didn't do that. And hit some balls, and just experience a little bit of normality. 
um, in terms of being able to do things other than sit in your house. So set the scene. How many clubs did you take? Full bag. Okay. I always take a full bag to the range. You didn't recently. You only took a seven iron and a wedge or something. True. I don't always take a full bag to the range. Nine times out of ten, take a full bag to the range. And how many balls? Only 50. Oh. I'm very much a believer in, um, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Like, proper practice. Quantity, quality over quantity. Well, that's how it starts. So I got to Clark's Golf Centre in St. Helens, which is near me. It's a nice driving range. It is a nice driving range. Very. If you're a local, you should make a visit. And if anyone from there is listening and want to give me free balls next time I go for the plug, feel free. Um, but I got my balls. I had to wait because there was obviously queue because of all the COVID stuff. Every bay was in use. Yeah, yeah. Had to wait for a while, so that's fine. Um, got onto the driving range, got my 50 balls. Started off chipping a few with like a wedge. And was it cold? It was cold. It was... That kind of cold where you do quite quickly warm up though when you swing in. Yeah, yeah. So a few fifty-four degrees, just just clipping a few. I feel like I never lose that. I've always got a little like I can, I could not play golf for six months. You give me a fifty-four and say you got a thirty-yard little shot and I'm all right. Not gr- and are you nipping it to a target? Yeah, a little nip. They have um, I call them the polos. So the two tires painted white. So if you know what oh, a nice. polo suite is, I, I was chipping into the polos. I actually polos. don't think they have them in America. I'll tell you what they call them in America: lifesavers. Lifesavers. Yeah. Because it's like a, ah, a yeah. rubber ring. A rubber ring, yeah, exactly. So, and that's what they call on the packet, they're called lifesavers. And they're the same as yeah, polo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my days. So I was chipping them to the polos, hitting the polo, getting through the polo, just just generally poloing just around. Just show it off. Yeah. And then I got out, like, the nine iron, okay. a few. Now, I've got some serious swing faults, which I'm not going to go into and bore people with, but um, I was trying to work on this little thing in my swing. They're not serious oh. swing faults, it's just... It, it gives you a serious miss. It gives me a serious miss, and it also means if I watch the swing on camera, I feel a bit queasy. Um, <laughs> so I was hitting a few nine irons, and it was actually going all right, not straight, but it was fine. And I felt like I was doing this swing, not the fault. I was, trying, I was fixing my swing, and it was looking all right. I, was, I felt like that anyway. So then I got a seven iron out. And which, by the way, were you on your own? Yeah. Nice. I was on my own. Oh, did you have headphones in? Were you listening to something? No, I did take headphones, but I just got, I was in the zone. Wow. Then so the seven iron came out, clipping okay. a few seven irons. Okay. Again, it felt good. Then I thought, right, well, this is all going quite well. Let's get the driver out. Last time I saw you hitting a seven iron was here in the home sim, and you were literally saying, I'm going to make it on tour. <laughs> I was Googling PJ tour card. Um, then I got the driver out. I've got the Cobra SC driver, which is a good driver. Uh, the extreme one, so it's the more forgiving head. Um, I'm one of them people at the driving as well. Is I don't use the T at the driver. I put in a proper T as oh, well. player. Yeah. Lose them. I don't care. I'll buy more if I lose them. <laughs> right? So I've got the driver out. Hitting a couple, and it's not going very well, but I really felt like what I was going to work on was working. Yeah, okay. so you felt like you were doing the hard work. You were doing the graph. really grinding, right? So then I put my... This is the way it went wrong. So you've the video. I put my phone on the back and did a swing. Uh-oh. Thinking that it might look quite good. I also thought, if it does look quite good, I've got an Instagram video. People will think, God, the guy's swing's looking good. My swing looked absolutely horrendous. I'm going to show you the clip now. Watch how much I really extend on this. You ready? Yeah. Go f- click play on that. Let's have a look. So right, guys, so watching up. the video now. Yeah, I can I can see the polos, the lifesavers, kind of red monster. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, there was as well. Nice little takeaway. Club face, nice and closed, looking good. Setup looks strong. Probably a little bit too far away yes, from the ball. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's Jesus. Re- so basically, looks, my swing it looks like he's trying to hump the, the oh, butt end of the golf club. Absolutely horrendous. I, w- I went back and watched this video, and I honestly, I felt. Just, how do I feel? What's the word? Wounded. Oh, just just play the strike for everyone though, because I bet that sounded quite good. Okay, let me uh, let me do it. That was not me. That wasn't me. <laughs> wait, there, I'm just wait. Uh, you'll hear in a minute. Is that you? Yeah, that was me. You could hear the tea rattling around, by the way. 
Yeah, the tea fell out. Wood, uh, that's a good sound, though, when the wooden tea comes out. Well, it was. Well, then... You're hitting it well, that one. No, no, no hitting right, it okay. as well. <laughs> so then I watched this video and realised my swing looked horrendous. And, I, and then I looked at my balls. I had 25 balls left. I'd only hit 25 balls I'd been there. Right. Then I just got my 7 iron out and just chipped them to the polo. Really upset. Oh. And then left. <laughs> and literally walked out and felt disgusted. And I just oh. felt like, I can't, I hate golf. Wow. So in the long story I saw, short... I saw your post, was... I saw your story, yeah, and you that... gave two options. Yeah. Like I'm a I, bombing so driver or something, get... or yeah. hitting it horrendous. And I must admit, I went with the op- optimistic choice. I know, that's what upset me. I put a picture on Instagram saying, um, driver at the driving range, how did this go? Something like, it's long and straight, or horrendous now on a quick golf. And upsettingly, 377 people clicked long and straight. And 287 clicked Ooh, terrible. So it was quite close. I know, but I feel really guilty on the people that clicked A that thought, oh, it looks guy, live it long and straight, let's click A. And there's 377 people that have been let down. I just felt a, an air of optimism. When you posted that, I thought, you know what? It's been a good day for Guy. No. No, it's not. It's been a bad day. Anyway, how was your weekend, more importantly, Rick? <laughs> <laughs> I feel a, re- a level of responsibility. for you. We, I, I need to coach you, I think. I need, we need to do a new series, a podcast series. I coach Guy Charnock how to stop early extending. That'll be good. It'll give us three years of content. <laughs> <laughs> it will. <laughs> um, my weekend was, um, what have I done? Okay, obviously, can't really do a great deal at the moment. It was not. It was at least it wasn't ridiculously cold. I was annoyed. Saturday was a nice day because mm. we could have been out filming. That's <laughs> yeah, true. It fell on a Saturday, which annoyed me a little bit because at the moment, obviously, weather golf course have reopened again, which is great. Golf, the weather over here in the UK has gone bloody awful. Certainly, super cold. Uh, but no, nice time spent with the kids. They're getting super excited about Christmas. Um, we had to write forty. No, we had to write. 80 Christmas cards this weekend. 80 Christmas cards? Yeah. Oh, my God. I say we. I wrote maybe 20 of them um, for the kids at school. <laughs> I've just got this vision now of, like, you know when celebrities are doing sign-ins and they just literally got a, a biro or whatever or a sharp. It's like, scribble name on, next one comes. You're just sat there with, like, the kids all I passing did, you the I thing. did kind of... Well, they weren't... It wasn't really for me. It was, it was the kids' class. Oh. They, they, were, they were giving them out at class. Oh, I get you. So I couldn't really just rush it, annoyingly. So I had to really... And some names these days, but I uh, I had to keep writing like writing them so neatly, and then bless like either Pearl or I and my kids would, have to, would then write their name, and they'd have to decorate and put stickers on them, and it was like, oh, yeah. like just a real question gift. for you: Do you ever forget how to use a pen? You know, or write? Uh, pro- yeah, because <laughs> I do. And I must admit, just the other day, you can see a pen here on my desk, but that's not mine. It's one of the kids because they were doing some work in here in the in the garage. Um, and I, I went looking for a pen the other day. The only pen I could find was a black marker, and that, that's from. That's Is that the one that you carry for when people want your signature? <laughs> you weird out. You want whenever you want to go anywhere. Like literally, on last minute to go and film, and Rick's like, "Right, I've got to find a pen. I've got to find a sharpie." Why? Think of people that want my autograph. I'm not saying anyone wants like... ask for you. What, what's going on? <laughs> the, I'm like, right. I need to have at least five Nike swooshes on. I need my Garmin on. I need a black marker pen and my mask, and yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah, people have recognised me. <laughs> Should we talk about some golf? Why not? Well, no, no that's not actually. People I, don't I want... actually watch no golf this oh, weekend. No, we don't watch golf. That's no, yeah, that's fine. Second, I watched more Formula One this weekend. I watched Liverpool this weekend. Did you watch Liverpool? I watched it on match of the day. Did we some cheering for Liverpool? <laughs> <laughs> I watched United. They lot? Did they win? Or they, or they won something nil. Anyway, um, there was some sad news this weekend. Obviously, the person of Peter Alice, who I'm sure we didn't have to explain who Peter Alice is, absolute legend of the game. 
I must admit, I didn't know how famous he was in the US. No, I didn't. I, I saw Phil Mickelson tweet, and yeah. I kind of obviously knows who he is, but I was still a bit like... Yeah, he worked for ABC, ah. the network out there as well. Um, there's actually, I shared on, on Twitter, I'd watched it years ago, it's about eight or nine years old, when he got admitted to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And his speech is phenomenal. He's a wordsmith. It, oh, my God. It's, it's about 15, 16 minutes long. And my wife isn't massive into golf, but she knew when I said about Peter Alice passing away, she knew that he was obviously the voice of golf and this, that, and the other. And we sat down and watched the entire um, speech again, and we were both in hysterics. He is Class. he is hilarious. Um, really sad. I didn't realise, again, because I didn't watch the Masters this year on BBC, I watched it on like Now TV or whatever, he still did a lot of the commentary yeah. for the Masters. Even it was at home, year. though, I think. At home. Yeah. He looked very different, a big beard, and he definitely sounded different, and bless him, he was obviously not, not well. That was only a month or so ago. Um, but yeah, really, really, really sad to see him, you know, not be with us anymore. I remember... Growing up and listening, watching the Masters and watching the Open yeah. and all the golf events with his, you know, lovely, you know, animated tones. And it's calming. It's relaxing, it isn't it, listening to him? I think that's for me. I know the Open's on Sky now mostly anyway, but when it was on, like, BBC, you just associate it to Peter Alice, don't you? In a weird way, he's been doing it for so long. And in some sense, he was very traditional and almost quite classic, but he still managed to keep it quite modern. Yeah. You know, he, he, he would t- talk about modern things as well, which, I, and then certainly when he, when the camera went off into the crowd and was filming like some little kid playing golf or somebody eating a hot dog or somebody asleep in the crowd, they were his best bits. He was so good at those. Uh, did you ever hear about the Carol, did you, did you see the Carol Vorderman joke that he did? Mm, sounds familiar, but I'm not going to be able to execute oh, okay. it because obviously, oh, I can, it's not particularly rude but even though he made out that it was rude they were talking about carol vorderman somehow on the commentary and he went oh yes i was uh i was watching carol the other day on countdown and uh i got aroused oh. and just left it silence yeah. and he went it's not bad really for someone who left uh, school at 15 to get a seven letter word nice <laughs> I was like, that's brilliant <laughs> obviously he executes it much better uh yeah so r.i.p peter alice uh his son uh gary alice mm-hmm. actually taught me the PGA. How did they? So uh, the PGA, when you go through your professional um, coaching qualifications, whatever I did to become a PGA pro, you do three years. And one of the courses, one of the sections of the courses is obviously coaching. And Gary Alice was one of the head pros at the Belfry at the time. In fact, the head teaching pro at the Belfry. So he would come in and do, do the class. And he spoke just like his dad it was unbelievable he spoke just like him it was uh scary it looked like him as everything as well um well what a legend he he was yeah he was and it was good to see how much certainly on like social media and on the like the national press how many kind words there were said about him and how many people kind of um paid tribute so that was good um it was a nice touch it i was. saw your tweet as well that was a nice touch rick thank you um do you want to come to a dear rick yes so this week's dear rick i don't know why don't get too excited but it's one of my favourites, and I think it's the topic in question something that I'm quite passionate about. So you ready for it? Go for it. This is the point where now, if you're listening, you can't see, but Rick normally closes his eyes and almost meditates <laughs> while he tries to really think hard. Um, Put my phone down and I'll proper listen to this it's, bit. It's um, anonymous, which I very nearly said his name then, but Oof. it's anonymous. Again, his title of his email was just simple, Dear Rick is his title. Ooh. And when I'm looking for what I need for the show and I'm trying to prep for this, if you just got a simple Dear Rick in the title, I'm probably going to read your email. It's long, so it's got a bit of storytelling, but it's not too long. But it's either a Dear Rick or a clickbait. There's been a lot Title's of clickbait recently. In, um, 
there's a lot that start off by saying something in the title that's really clear and it gets me and then someone acknowledges it, it's clickbait straight away and I almost delete it. Oh. So don't try and clickbait me. <laughs> hate it. I hate people okay. that make YouTube videos with clickbait. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right, you ready? Go for it. Strap yourself in. Afternoon chaps, loving your work. Best weekly golf podcast presented by two blokes from a garage by far. <laughs> So straight away, <laughs> he's giving us praise. I like that. I have a dear Rick that I thought you could help me with. I thought I'd write an email as my golf today has been rained off. Um, sums up bloody 2020. So straight away, I'm liking this yeah, guy. Yeah. He's like a bit of a, I don't know, what, what what's the word? A realist. Yeah, he is. He's a realist. Um, sums up, yeah. So, so my predicament is, firstly, I'm very fortunate that I started my own business eight years ago. And in the last year or so, it's really taken off. And the gambles and bloody hard work are finally paying off. I occasionally get a bit of cash um, and I have a little pot that I call my effort money that my wife doesn't know about. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and my issue is I bloody love my golf. So Sensei Rick, how often is it acceptable to change golf clubs? Okay. I have the JPX 919 Forge and, I have, and I've had them for two seasons now. Is it too soon to change? I've changed my driver and my three-wood this year, but of course I've had to use them because of COVID. I, of course, watch all your club reviews, and every time you do a club review, I'm tempted, but sod it, I bloody work hard and I can afford it, so why not just buy it? The other issue is, my wife isn't really the problem. She wouldn't know one end of a golf club from another, but all my mates rip me because my handicap isn't moving. I'm off 13, and in fact, it went up with the new handicap system. So, his question basically is, how do I justify it to the blokes that I play with and turn up that I've got a new club, essentially, for which every time I go... Fortunately, my 22-year-old stepson has taken up the game as well, so I've given him my old driver and putter and three-wood to help him, and that's a bit of an excuse for why money's running out. Um, help me spend my money, Rick. So, in a I roundabout like guy. in a roundabout way, he's doing quite well for himself, but he, he wanted that, that. Also, he said that's why I want to stay in anonymous. I don't want to sound like he's bragging, which I like. Respected that. He likes to buy new stuff. His wife doesn't care; she doesn't really know. But his mates giving him a hard time talk to me what should he do well, there's a couple of things first off if you need if you want some promotion for your business and want to sponsor the best podcast of two blokes sat in a garage talking golf yeah i like that then send another that's, email that's to- why i like that. rick's always thinking business <laughs> aren't you? So you how do you get that last dime out of people <laughs> so if you do want if you do have some disposable money yeah. and you want to pump it this way feel free yeah um i, I like him already I want, I want to be his mate i think there's a couple of things i that's such a bizarre scenario is in. Just before we go any further, I want you to just picture what he looks like. Okay. I, I'm seeing probably in his early 40s. He's actually 50, he did say at the bottom, I've not told Ooh. you yet. So he's, you're not far off. He like look 40 though, yeah, he looks yeah. after himself. Yeah, he looks after himself. I reckon he drives, I reckon he's got two cars. Yeah. I reckon quite a big range. Okay. Blacked out. Yeah. Quite a sporty version. I don't know the names anymore, yeah, yeah. but quite a big range sporty version. And then something like, uh, not, not super modern, but like an old, Porsche. I was going to say Porsche. Like an old school Porsche that's yeah. that's way too expensive. But like I say, his wife likes the really fact that... Really bad MPG on that Porsche yeah, as well. Exactly. Okay. Sits in the garage. Yeah, it does. He has a double garage. Of course. Double garage, nice big house. I feel like he's Cheshire based. Okay. He's either Cheshire or, or like... Um, what's the really nice... Um, bit where all the nice golf courses are. Surrey. Surrey. It's either Surrey or, or Cheshire. Would I be wrong in saying he came from humble beginnings and he's worked hard? He's worked really so hard. So he's, he, he's not out of place in the boardroom, but he's not out of, he can equally be in the pub with the yeah, lads. Yeah. Doesn't forget where he came from. Definitely wears Armani jeans. And then Hugo Boss jumpers yeah, as well. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Great, slightly grey hair, yeah. but short. Yeah. No facial hair. And he, he just... Sometimes he, wears glasses when he's reading as well. Yes. Yeah. Right, okay. I like so that. <laughs> I want him to send a picture next. I do. Uh, so, 
Yeah, it's a weird, Alan Work, that's a, such a weird scenario, isn't mm. it? He's, he's getting ribbed off his mates rather than anyone else. Yeah. I mean, first off, the ribbing off your mates is just jealousy, surely. Yeah. The only thing I don't want him to do, can I call him Kevin? Um, let me just check his name's not Kevin. His name's not Kevin. <laughs> okay. so I'm going to call him Kevin. Um, I feel like Kev, <laughs> as long as, this is, this is, Kev, you're allowed to buy whatever you want. Yeah. As long as you don't go out and buy OPHG. Here, here. I just think that's buying clubs for the sake of buying clubs. Mm-hmm. And just having the tour bag and everything PXG. If you're buying the latest and greatest or new toys, let's say I'm just looking at that, like, that lab putter. If you want to buy that lab putter, which is like silly amount of money, 450 quid or whatever, that's all right. Because mm-hmm. you're spending your money on something that might improve your game, but it's like it's not too flashy. Yeah. It's when you go out and buy a ridiculously expensive Scotty Cameron. I don't actually want to trying to get to here. bag of three. Yeah, sorry. Right next to I've me. only got three. Um, Do you want to know my take on this briefly? Also, last last thing. Go on. The only thing I I would say, combating by as much as you want equipment wise, maybe just invest a little portion in a, like a playing lesson. Mm. Not that you don't have to go super technical in your in your lessons, but if you're off thirteen, you want to get better. Just just get friendly with the assistant pro or the head pro, and just a couple of times every six months, go out and play nine holes or eighteen holes with him, and pay him for his time, obviously just to get some nice little tidbits out on the golf course that could help you improve your game. Yeah. I was thinking this, and this is what sometimes annoys me. If he's buying golf clubs all the time, thinking they're going to improve his game, he's a fool. Yeah. If, however, he's buying golf clubs all the time because he just likes shiny new stuff, so what if people... It's, it's up to you, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's your money, and that's the problem, I think. A lot of people think that when somebody else buys a new golf club, that person's buying it to improve the game. And sometimes that is the case, naturally. But equally, you're allowed to buy new things just because you want them. So that maybe goes against my PXG statement. Well, no, but I don't really like PXG, so I think I agree with you there. But I, there ju- was... I just think that the only thing we're buying absolute, full-out, everything PXG, is that's more like you're buying it for the brand or the, or the perception of the brand. I don't know. Because you could, what's stopping someone just going out buying old PSG because they want to? There's nothing. But <laughs> <laughs> there was when I was a member of my golf club years ago. There was about a group of four or five blokes. And anyone that knows me, that listens, will probably know what I'm talking about. But anyway, and they all had quite good jobs. They were pretty much you just described them. Then they were like the early forties at the time. They had a bit of dough, etc. But all had their own businesses. And there was one guy who every year would buy everything brand new, and he kind of do all as a brand. So he'd go, like, everything Titleist one year, next year everything Callaway, everything whatever. And then it got to the... This is how mad it went. It got to the point, I remember this quite vividly, it got to the point where we almost started to buy, like, underdog brands just for the sake of having something different. And I think one year it went all Wilson, which at the time, Wilson wasn't that good, really. He went through a bit of a down spell. And he just bought it because he liked having new stuff. I don't think... He didn't actually expect to be fair that he's going to go out and play great. He just liked treating himself. And if that's what you want to do and it's your own money, just... The, like it. I say, the only analogy I could use is almost like swapping a car every year, mm. just because. If you had the money, why not? You want to get in a new seat, you want to know how it might steer a little bit differently. It's not going to get you from A to B any quicker or any better, but you just want a new car for the sake of getting a new car. So Kev, treat yourself. I love this little, what do you call that side part? you remember? Uh, it's effort money. Effort money. Effort. F, like, f- I'm not swearing again. F-R. Oh, sorry. Money. I think it's a, like, effort. No, effort. Ah, I like that. Yeah. I want an effort pot. Rick's got his hand in his pocket now and he's got his effort pot out. <laughs> Roll I, the want, 50s. I want an effort pot. Um, 
Speaking of new clubs... Speaking of effort pots. Yeah, I'm effort pot. My effort pot's in the middle of my car. It's like about five one peas, a few ten peas. Not about two pounds worth normally. Um, new clubs. Are you... If I said to you, is Rick Shields a rule breaker, what would your reply be? Do you conform to normality? Are you Are you a maverick? Uh... I normally do. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Do you want to break some rules today? Why not, eh? Right, so, this is Tuesday. Well, this is Monday, but this is out on a Tuesday. Okay. At three o'clock UK time today, yep. Cobra Golf are unveiling their new products. What? So, people, a lot of people listen to this now. <laughs> You'll have already seen Rick's view of the new Cobra drivers, let's be honest. The hardcore listeners who listen early, who are in the clubhouse, which we'll get onto in a bit, um... the review's not out yet. Yeah, if you're in the clubhouse early, if you're in, yeah. the, if you're in breakfast club, if you're in the clubhouse, early tea time, you're getting an exclusive here. An exclusive. So a basically, rule breaking exclusive. We're gonna. Well, yeah, we're not supposed to talk at these clubs until three p.m. Tuesday. Nope, nobody from Cobra listens to this anyway. So it doesn't matter. There's one lad who does, but he's a bit of a whatever. I'm joking. Yeah, he doesn't need to know. Um. Anyway, there's three new drivers. Talk to me. So they're called Rad. R A D. There's Rad Speed. Rad Speed X B. Rad Speed X D. The B is has a fixed back weight for more forgiveness. Bit slightly bigger head shape in some degree, more forgiving, not adjustable in, in the weighting. The Rad Speed XD is a draw bias, the weight is way more into the heel. And then the Rad Speed is a pretty mean looking driver this year. Matte, matte finish, slightly more squashed head. There's a weight at the front, weight at the back, which you've seen in F9 and in Speed Zone in the last couple of years. Um, there's a lot of technology you've seen in F9 and in Speed Zone, all blended in to the RAD. Now, mm. RAD is short for radial gyration. What they've done is they've moved the weight around the head to give a driver, all three of the drivers, more forgiveness, more lower spin, higher launch, all that good stuff you want from a driver. That's the main story. The colorway this time has gone to power yellow. Turbo yellow. Turbo yellow, which looks very vault green. The, the, uh, did Vault call it green or yellow or just call it Vault? Did Nike call it? Yeah. Nike called So Nike have a colour they call Vault, which is basically like a lime green. But it was never like Vault green or Vault yellow, it was, was it? Vault. Just Vault. It looks very Vault in colour. Um, my reviews are coming out, like I say, today. Um, after the fantastic performance of F9 and Speed Zone in the past, and a lot of people watching, listening, would would know, I've had those two drivers in the bag and really liked them as a shot to me as it is to everyone. I, didn't, I never expected to have Cobra drivers in the bag because pre-2019, they made less than average drivers. The F6, the F7, the F8, not great drivers. The, the King LTD, one with the spaceship hole in the bottom, not a good driver. All the BioCell ones, in my opinion, not good drivers. It's only in the last three years that I've seen the performance of the Metal Woods incredibly improve, certainly the drivers. So, like I say, reviews coming out this week. It'll be interesting to see Bryson maybe putting in the bag, Ricky Fowler putting in the bag, um, Lexi Thompson putting in the bag. Rick Shields, Rick Shields putting in the bag. Rick Shields potentially putting in the bag. Guy Charnock possibly putting in the bag. Um, we'll see. So, yeah, the review's coming out. Kevin putting it in the bag. Kev, oh, Kev will buy it. Kev, yeah, yeah. Kev's already pre-ordered it. Yeah, he will. Uh, talking about price, it's gone up slightly. Cobra drivers last few years have been £349 per driver, which is much lower. Still not dead cheap, but it's much lower than a TaylorMade driver at, let's say, nearly £500 or a Callaway driver at nearly £500 or a Titleist driver at nearly £500. This year, the Cobra drivers have gone up slightly to 369 
they jumped up forty pounds, uh, twenty pounds. Sorry, I don't massively see how Bar, the head cover this time, has a furry lining. Yes. Which, listen, if you're going to pay twenty quid for anything, get a furry lining. Kev will appreciate always that. Said that. Yeah, Kev would. Kev will appreciate so, that. So, I feel like if we offered a a, a a package like a not a VIP, but even something different, like an exclusive members club, mm-hmm. Kev would be signed up. Yeah, he would. Sixteen pound a month. Yeah. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Oh, you get for that yeah, signed you picture. Can WhatsApp you and every once. Oh, right. <laughs> Talk to me, Rick. You're a busy man. You've got a busy life. I'm so so. You've got three kids. <laughs> get up early in the morning. Yeah. You sometimes go for a run in the morning. Sometimes you might do a little Rarely. workout in your garage. Hit a Rarely. few balls. Where are you going with this? So, <laughs> the first thing you do on a Tuesday morning is what do you? What's the first thing you do? I check that, buddy. The podcast has gone on Apple, and you listen to it. Some, well, yeah. So you, you listen to so first thing. <laughs> I was already there. Yeah, you, 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 you've you've been there. <laughs> I checked you, you the get audio's up, okay. You get up in the morning on a Tuesday. The kids are shouting, "Dad, Dad, Dad!" You go into the sec. I want to check Apple to make sure the the best podcasting golf is on there. I want to just it, make sure that guy scheduled it. Yeah, he's then gone onto his i my iTunes annoyingly. Yeah. I had to press the refresh button because Apple Podcast is a pain in the ass because when you schedule it, it doesn't actually go on yeah. the podcast. Unless you're subscribed. Right. Am I right in saying yeah. that? unless you're subscribed, it's always on. So we need to subscribe, which most Basically. people do. Then you end up finding yourself listening to it for a bit. Well, I know it's good content. You like, you're a man who likes good content. I, I'm, I, I listen to it on 1.5 times. Yeah, to get through it quicker. 
But the second thing you do on a Tuesday morning, after you've listened... Straight to, after. St- so immediately after, the kids are still wanting the breakfast. I don't you say, close the app. No, your app's still open, of course. The kids are wanting the... Kids get the breakfast. You'll get your breakfast soon. Just have a minute. I, I'm, I'll let them do it themselves these days. Yeah. Toast. <laughs> <laughs> your, your kids have salmon, don't they? <laughs> The butler comes with the salmon. <laughs> and then you're listening the, the to... The chef comes and does the, the, the kids. Uh, I say, listen, I've got to go and polish my three Scotty Cameron putters. <laughs> that <laughs> gold plaque from you doesn't polish itself. Well, actually it does because the butler alone does that as well. But <laughs> What do I do? You then... Listen, listen to the open podcast. Yeah. So some say it's the second best podcast in golf. Some do. In, in fact, statistically, it's the second best podcast in golf. Yeah. Because on the charts, it is actually number two. You know, it was. Yeah, it's always number two. It's the second best golf podcast in the UK. <laughs> but sometimes what I do as well is I listen to it on Apple, as we've said. That's my that's my chosen platform. But I like to spice things up a bit. I've, I'm quite um, I like to be unpredictable. So okay. sometimes on a Tuesday morning, I listen to it on Spotify. <sighs> a bit different. And then probably once every four weeks, I'll go. You know what? Amazon. I listen to it on Amazon as well, so I'll put the open podcast on Amazon. You know, I never listen to it. Where the website? Well, you can do that. You've got the option. It's nice to have the option, isn't it? You know, you can. It's always there. If someone for wants you. to, if someone wants to, I feel like Kev yeah. at work. He's got all of his, you know, spreadsheets open. This that, and the other, and he just goes, oh, podcast. Mm. Pulls up an extra incognito browser. Yeah, puts on the open podcast. That's where he it. buys all of his golf clubs as well. He does. And then what Kev does? Because Kev's a nice guy. Kev's the kind of guy we like. He goes, I listen to it on the website i'm now going to go on to the apple app i'm going to rate it five stars and then leave a nice view and say really enjoyed the podcast um really good storytelling really good you know original documentaries that's uh, really entertaining me but also educating me about golf and legends of the past and i'm also just going to tell the open that guy and rick sent me as well perfect what's this week's episode this week's episode is going to be an absolute banger a corker it is justin leonard barbara nicholas walked over to me And I didn't even see her coming. And she walked over to me and said, you know, you can still win this. Just go out and do it. And that really changed my whole mindset. From there on, I was done like licking my wounds and all that. And and I was just thinking about the the day ahead on on Sunday. And really kind of started to get in kind of, okay, what do I need to do, you know, strategy wise? And I need to play aggressive. I need to play really well on the front nine four or five under and and to to try and close the gap a little bit and then see what happens on the back and that's exactly what happened i played a really good front nine needing a good start leonard followed an opening par with a birdie on the second hole a birdie on the third hole now justin leonard making a move and a birdie on the fourth hole to cart three red figures in a row, leapfrog Clark and close to within three shots of Parnovic's lead. So that's out today, after this. And there's actually only that one, and one more mm. out. Been so it has, thanks so much for the Open Podcast, for sponsoring the Rick Shields Podcasts. And after this time next week, we are open to new sponsorship <laughs> opportunities, everyone. Kev, wink, wink, or anybody that has a product. What would Kev's business be? Last thing on Kev. Pfizer. He works for Pfizer. Rick's just learnt a new brand recently because then he's done his flex. <laughs> Rick started watching BBC News on an evening. <laughs> I'd see a news actually. You know what? Oh, wow. Since, you know why? I'll tell you what as well. Genuinely, I started watching it because Celebrity I'm a Jungle on, whatever it's called. See, I'm a Jungle. <laughs> Celebrity get me out of here. Yeah. 
starting at nine, we always use play and catch up. We pause it, maybe watch it at 20 past nine so we can skip all the adverts. And as soon as that was off, uh, finished, me and Claire be sat on the sofa, checking our phones, whatever, then ITN News would come up. And what's he called on ITN News? He's really good. The presenter. Um, Brad, Tom Bradby. Yeah. You say he got, has troubles with insomnia? I think somnia. so, yeah. Anyway, he's amazing. Day. Yeah, he's good. So, yeah. So, good topic for this week. <laughs> better than that one. <laughs> yeah, better than that one. Much better than that one. Was harmless golf hates. Okay. Now, I don't think this is going to be a thing every week. It's just something I thought of the day. I've got one straight away. Go on, what's yours? When players put the clubs in the bag the wrong way around. Yes. Woods at the bottom. Irons yeah, that is. at the back. Shouldn't be allowed at the, the golf top. course to do that. Sorry if that offends people listening, but I don't make the rules. Um, so, I went in. I've got two that I hate. Um, I've already forgotten the second one. Let me have a look. I wrote it down, actually. Oh, yeah. So, the first one I hate is when people call a driver a one-wood. And I've heard that before. I've heard it. I hate it. All right. You don't hate that? Mm, it doesn't offend me. So if you had a lesson come in and says, right then, Rick, I, I, me, me irons, they're all right. I get a bit of flight on them. They're a bit, the shaft's a bit flexer, but they're all right. And he goes, where's he from? St. Helens. <laughs> but me, 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 me one-wood, can't, can't get it off the floor. You'd be all right with that. <laughs> you'd be okay with that I'm not, I'm not okay with that accent I feel like though if like a really cool like Eric Anders Lang type hey man you know I really want to try and hit this one wood so nice you no, know when you catch that one wood get off the course mate <laughs> and turn your hat the proper way I'll put your shirt in while you're at it be gone right so that's that the other one I hate as well was people that call Stableford oh yes Stapleford I do hate that how'd you gone today Bill not too bad. I'd fought 44 Stableford points. No, I said Stableford then. I said 44. Yeah. Right, well, let me cut again. One sec. How'd you gone today, Bill? Not, not too bad. I'd uh, 29 Stapleford points. Stapleford. Stapleford points. Yeah. It's not called, it's called no. Stapleford. It yeah, was made Stableford. by Dr. Stapleford. Was it Wallacey Golf Wallacey Club? Wallacey Golf Club on the second hole when he NR'd and when I don't really want to do this. I want to carry on playing. So all I want to say is if you've listened to this podcast and you're in the clubhouse for the last 51 episodes, well, 51 episodes now and you're a fan, we appreciate that. If you say Stapleford, don't listen ever again. Please just leave. Yeah. Well, I do keep listening, but let's just pretend. Yeah, okay, so we've had a lot. We put this on the Facebook group, which if you're not a member of, why? Don't like, bother. Yeah, don't bother. Actually, we're going to contact. <laughs> we are going to. We're going to sack it off. Our guys um, going to sack it off. <laughs> yeah, but we've had so many good ones. You ready for some of these? Want to okay. hear your reaction? So to make it a bit more fun, I've got about twelve. They're quite quick though. You've got to say so. Be like room one hundred one. If you think you hate it. You're going to say, it's out of bounds. Ooh. And if you don't mind it, just say, it's in play. Okay. Right, we'll find bad? it. Yeah, we'll find it. Oh, yeah, whichever. So, first one. When your ball falls off the tee and someone goes, one. Out of bounds. Yeah. That is freaking annoying. So, Ryan has said, sorry, that was from Craig. Uh, Ryan has said, people who say good putt before the ball goes in the hole and it doesn't go in. That's actually, honestly, hand on heart, that's my number one. So I can't believe I forgot that. Out that's of out of bounds. I hate that. Your ball's going towards the hole, and somebody says, oh, good putt, and it lips out, it doesn't go in. Yeah. I freaking hate that. I sometimes do that. I go, oh, good putt, because I like it, then just go oh, in, I look dead knowledgeable. I no, it. I hate that. Mark Jenkins has said, people who talk about clubs that, that gaming oh instead of using God. or playing. All these are pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, that, that, I hate that one. Yeah. Get, this is my gamer. Yeah. What's that? So where's that going out of bounds? Yes. Yeah, get it Every right single one of them. Um, so it's like seven off the tee. So. Jack has said, Jack Fitches, people who give you advice. Oh, what, what you did wrong there was you came in too steep. People like that, they give you that yeah. rubbish advice like that. The work like lifted your head. Yeah. You swung too fast. They're off 25. Yeah, rubbish advice. Rubbish yeah. advice is horrendous. Out, out of bounds. bounds. Every single one of these. 
The next one actually was exactly that. Steve Wright said, uh, you lifted your head up. So oh, that was straight God, away. I hate it. This is a good one. This is a bit more of a, an in-depth one, but I like this one. Ian Oliver said, people have been a member of a golf club for like 20 years and moan about the course, the clubhouse oh. and fellow members. They just put underneath, join somewhere else, please. Yeah. Tell you, what, tell you what's the worst? Members of golf clubs. They, they slate their own golf That's course, something saying, yeah. rotten. Until they go somewhere else, oh, this this place is nice. Yeah. And honestly, like you go to some of these nice golf courses, they're like amazing. I used yeah. to get it at Mere loads. Like so, you, when I was working when I was working at Mere, and you get loads of the members there. And be like, oh, this golf course, it, it's not as not as good as it used to be. And you're like, oh, so where have you played recently? I've not played anywhere. Yeah. And then go out somewhere else, and you'll realise how bloody good this place is. What are you doing with that one then? You have to say every, bands, time. every yeah. single one. I, I know when you're getting out the you because Rick's gone ready. So much of his ears. They are really he annoying me. These punching the wall, which is weird. <laughs> um, people who say furry metals. Mm, I can live with that one. Just okay. That one's in play. Um, just. This is a really good one from Alex Newsom. When the greenkeeper stops on his mower in front of you and watches your shot. <laughs> yeah, I know, but they can't do anything about that. It's annoying, but uh, yeah. That's in play. This is a good one from Roger, where people say, oh, I didn't see that one land, but it sounded good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or I didn't see that one, but it sounded good. It sounded like you hit that well. Yeah, that's Um, out of bounds. John Woodhurst. When people tee up on the first and hit a horrendous shot and then go, oh, I've seen it well on the range before. (laughs) And last one. Um, Simple one. This is from Lorraine. People who make no effort to avoid standing on your putting line. Yeah. It was good, that one, it? Is there any more? Just like, well, yeah. So the Facebook group, which again, we are going to touch on in a minute. I put this on yesterday to try and get some... We were struggling for content for the podcast, which you wouldn't tell uh, from listening to it because no, it sounds so all. good. 36 um, minutes in. There's a few I, I want to add to it. When somebody puts their, comments. their bag or trolley on the wrong side of the green mm. before they get to the next team. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. opposite side, Yeah, which is really annoying. Um Players who stand on the green look back and count all the shots. Yeah, to get onto the green. Doing your scorecard on the greens also. Scorecard on the green. Um, There's so many good ones. If, honestly, if you've got five minutes at work and you're bored, go onto the uh, Rick Shields Golf Show podcast group on Facebook, and you'll find it straight away. There's 605 comments, and there's so many good ones. Honestly, you could read them all day. This is one that annoys me. Go on, and it's really it is really petty. This people who leave golf clubs on the green. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. How have you done that? It's the old, you know what that is? This is what it is. You get to your chip shot and you think, is it a 9 iron or is it a wedge? You take both your clubs out the bag, I, you leave your bag elsewhere, then you hit chip it on, put, and you're only oh, take me 9 iron, but you get it to the wedge as well. But oh, I just find that so. I don't mind that annoying. one as much because it's more of an accidental thing, whereas a lot of the other no, ones are. I just don't know are... if it is. I always feel like it's <laughs> the same people. To leave the clubs on the I feel court. like it's the same people. That's what Rich has got too many clubs. He's actually <laughs> to leave them. They just don't live in the real world. Um, so speaking on the Facebook group then. This is where someone's going to remind me that I've left the club somewhere you, once. You will have done <laughs> I think I have actually. Um, <laughs> anyone that's a member of the Facebook group, this is people that aren't members of the Facebook group, probably have a boring little story, but people that are a member of the Facebook group, we'll get, it's getting a bit out of hand at the minute. Not with the people that listen to this aren't the issue because you're the ones that listen to the podcast, but it, it's grown so much, which is great, that there's people joining all the time who don't listen to the podcast and yeah, think it's just a normal annoying. golf group to share random things on. So we are vetting it a lot more and it basically is going to become much more of a hub for the podcast. So it doesn't mean you can't still share a little cool story or something that's happened. That's fine. But, but don't. No, but, but do if if you actually listen to the podcast. So again, everyone listening to this now obviously listens to the podcast. So if you want to join the group and talk about the podcast or other things, do. 
But if you're getting a bit annoyed with the group, don't worry, we are vetting it a lot more. And there's a question, so everybody that joins the group now has to answer a question. If they don't get the question right, they're not coming in. And the question is, what drink gets talked about a lot in the podcast? So the answers are Red Bull, Orange Juice, Pepsi, Coca-Cola, or Monster. Now, if you're listening to this and don't know the answer to that, it's Monster. (laughs) It is annoying, the podcast group. I know it's more annoying for you because you're managing it, but it's like people do, like people messaging Guy privately, complaining that they're not getting their frigging post approved. Don't be petty. If it's good content, you'll get it approved. But you've got to appreciate it's 50,000 members in that group right now. We literally cannot go through everyone. And we don't really want to relinquish the responsibility and and set up admins because that's way too much pressure. And we are running this as a business, not the podcast group essentially, but everything else as a business. And to bring someone else different in that's not in the business would be quite... It was a, um, a trust. It was really funny the other day, though, because I put a, a post on it. I don't want to like a flipping school teacher moaning because it's ridiculous. It's just a group for fun. But I put this big post on saying that, you know, we do still accept non, non-podcast posts, but, you know, trying to keep to a minimum. And then somebody replied and said, oh, yeah, but I see loads of posts that are not about the podcast. I was like, but that's the exact point. You've seen loads already that aren't about the podcast. So if I let any more in, it would just be ridiculous. Um, but speaking of the podcast group and the podcast... We're having a lot of people acknowledge the parts, the members of the clubhouse, they're in the clubhouse. So, just for people that aren't aware, Rick, remind me what is being in the clubhouse. You, you confused a lot of people last week because yeah, I'm that group. That was funny. <laughs> people going, "How can you be in the clubhouse? The club is, clubhouses are closed. What tier are you in? Hmm. In tier three, clubhouse are closed." So basically, it means if you've finished all the episodes, if you're up to date. So this is episode number fifty-one. If you've if you've listened to it. I think with with before the next episode is released, yes. you're in the clubhouse. Yeah. So if you're if you're listening to episode fifty one on the Monday before fifty two comes out, you're in the clubhouse. That's yeah. fine. Anything after that, you're playing catch up. You're yeah. late. Just so I'm aware, and we're on the same page, can you just describe the clubhouse for me briefly? What it's like? It's modern. Yeah. Lots of glass, yeah. sliding doors, beautiful yeah. balcony overlooking the eighteenth hole. The eighteenth hole is a wa- waterfall feature coming out. You know, almost a bit fantasy world, this water yeah, feature, fine, but, yeah. you know, like the water goes upwards and this, that, and the other. And then, <laughs> beautiful balcony, loads of outdoor seating, all, every single outdoor seating has up heater, above heater, yeah, and yeah. a fire pit, Yeah, but also umbrellas, so if it is sunny, you can have a bit of shade as well. Yeah. Oh, I've got a problem. I've come and I've got my sh- gym shorts on and I've got, not got college shirt on, and trainers. In the Rick Shields Golf Show podcast clubhouse, which is quite a long name. Yeah. In the R S G P, what's it called again? The just, show, just the club, the Rick Shields Golf Show podcast clubhouse. It's just a clubhouse. <laughs> okay, we know just what it clubhouse. is. Um, you don't worry about that guy. That's not an issue what, in so this clubhouse. There's no dress code. Zero. Oh wow! So I can come after the gym or after work and just chill in my jeans. Our only requirement: clothes are, you know, necessary. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some level of clothing. As Rick says, when he's got no shit pants on. <laughs> cover, your, <laughs> cover your modesty. But why do you never wear a shirt in the podcast then? That's what I don't get. Every time I come to your house on a Monday, I walk into Rick's couch, you sign with his top off. On every table, yeah. there's three pumps. Yeah. So you serve yourself. Yeah. Contactless. Yeah. It's not free. You'd have to pay, but it's contactless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. contactless. We're not, we're not, we're not a charity place over here. <laughs> and you've got three taps. Yeah. You could have more. 
actually you got those vending machines and you got loads of choice in like a fancy subway like in five guys as well five guys that's yeah. what i'm on about yeah like, well, one of those but it's on the table okay it's a much smaller version yeah and you have a tap and you can literally have any hot drink or cold drink you want yeah. anything anything Diet red Coke. monster sugar free do they have Please. that yeah on tap <laughs> so it sounds like it's a good place to be this doesn't it really Club. You know what else as well about the clubhouse? The food's boss. The food, the food's outstanding. It's cooked by really good chefs. It's the one that Rick has in his house has come over on a weekend. It's dead cheap. It's not fussy and it's quick. Yeah, it's basically five guys. And you know, the, you know the driving range as well. That's the side of the clubhouse, obviously. But it's all Pro V ones in pyramids. All Pro V ones. Yeah. And it, and every single green is a real green. Yeah. So yeah. Um, one day everyone. So this this week's podcast has been me and Rick. Uh, as you can tell, because you've got however long in, just chatting rubbish. But we have, I'm not going to say who, because I don't want to spoil it, and also don't want to jinx it. We've got two monster guests next week and the week after, haven't we? Yeah. Let's just, one is... We're, and we're going to have to sit on both of them for a week. Yeah, which is going to be tough. We might put something in the fa- on the Instagram page, <laughs> something just to let you know, but... Do we dare, re- the only other thing we could do... No, that's not, what are you going to say, release them early? We don't have to release one of them early. I think we should save them so we've got some content for Christmas. Okay. I, can have a bit, I can have a bit of time This off is our Christmas present for you. Yeah. <laughs> One of the, there's no golf. <laughs> None of them are um, <laughs> golfers. We don't have golfers on the Rick Shields Golf Show podcast, please. Well, they are golfers, but not professional golfers. Yeah. They play golf, clearly. That's where the link is. One of them is a YouTuber whose subscriber base makes Rick's look insignificant, doesn't oh, it? I think he got what we got. How many subscribers we have in a month? Yeah. Imagine if you you and him walked into a nightclub together, right? And you get to the front door and they go, got any idea, lads? And you go, oh, we've not, but we're, we're YouTubers. We can show you our YouTube channels. And he goes, all right, then how many subs have you got? And you said, uh, <clears throat> 1.3 million. And then this other person says, 13 million. How do you feel then? I'd feel like Matt Fryer feels like <laughs> <laughs> to me. Who? Or Pete feels like to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow sorry everyone Matt Fry just hit 100,000 by the way congratulations Matt um, well done Matt now it's a really good achievement you're going to get a silver plaque so fair play um, you're welcome by the way <laughs> wow <laughs> um, lastly I've got a little obviously last couple of weeks I've had this um, thing about um, crazy golf and yeah. stories where you've well you need to do we'll, we'll do more of those coming forward going forward sorry I can't speak I'm at the part of the podcast now my, my mouth stops working which is happens every time but this is from Sam, and it's the time I met Tiger Woods. Ooh. Brackets, not clickbait. You've saved this till the juicy yeah, bit. I thought I would. Then what we can do, when we do the bit at the end start, we'll tell everyone what's coming to the show, oh, yeah? we can say Tiger Woods story. Always thinking. Um, so he's a big fan of all the stuff you do, which is great. Uh, hope not too late to my story, time at Tiger Woods. Now, just let me say, if anyone ever wants to send an email of when you met Tiger Woods, it's never going to be too late, because we want to hear every single story. So even if you've served him in a subway, let's say made him a six-inch meatball marinara, we want to hear about it. What can would he have I, on his subway? Can I guess, though, it's Sunday night and Monday morning the best time to send you an email on the podcast? Um, yes and no, because I'd never switch off from the podcast. It's something that I'm really passionate about. So I, always, if you email me, I'll email it. Oh, it might not email you back, but I'll read it. What do you think Tiger's subway order would be? Um, I think it's going to six inch. Yeah. Wheat, bread, healthy. Tiger bread? Oh, <laughs> he's well, he's well chuffed. Rick's fist bumping and dancing. That was really good. <laughs> that's tiger bread. Um, wheat. I think it's what really plain. Like chicken tikka, chicken breast with a bit of lettuce. Really simple. It's just sustenance for tiger. He's not having it to enjoy it. 
He's going to the range afterwards. Um, anyway, this has been... I don't, today's podcast, one of them, where people say it was really good. Bad it, out. Or it was just absolute tripe. But the good news is, the next two, as we've just said, are going to be monsters. Um, okay, you ready? So, at the time of the story, I worked for a private aviation company in the UK who dealt with celebrities, sports stars, and the wealthy. Okay. At the start of every day, you would receive a list of who was flying during that day. And nine times out of ten, I'd look through it without taking any notice. But this particular day, a name started on the list. Eldrick Taunt Tiger Woods. I was like a kid at Christmas morning. He was due to fly at two o'clock. So I plotted my way through work to ensure I wasn't busy at the time. A lot of ducking and diving later, it gets to two o'clock. A black Mercedes turns up and the great man rolls out. Uh, not walking particularly freely and dressed horrendously, which I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, I've I seen can. him in some horrendous outfits. He walks over and I shake his hand and the boot opens. He walks away and in the boot is a pretty battered Nike 4-iron and a pair of shoes. I don't know why there's only a 4-iron, but I like that. I take Tiger's 4-iron and shoes and put them in the back of the plane. Off he went on his way. I got to shake the great man's hand and held his 4-iron, not a euphemism. I've never forgotten that day. That's cool. I like that I was just a 4-iron. Why was there just a 4-iron? But I like that. Makes it more, not that I don't believe this story, but if he said Tiger's clubs are carried his yeah. bag. You know, but the fact he, and, and Tiger said, oh, why don't you... Take out my Scotty and give it a bit of a roll on the <laughs> runway. Do you know what I mean? That would yeah. be that would be a bit too much. But I wonder. Did sorry, I missed a little the bit where did you say? Did the iron go in the? Actual, iron went with him. Iron went in the plane with him. But in the plane, in the plane. So I've just been doing a bit of work on his game in the plane. But why a four iron? Hmm. That's what's quite weird. Um, and then the last thing. How far in are we here? Who? What was he called? That guy. He was called. Sam, I think. Let me check. Yeah, it was Sean. Sean. It was Sean. I want to fact check this. Where do you um, have we? How how far in are we? Plenty. Okay, we've got plenty of. Oh, plenty enough. Or we? <laughs> we got one more. What have you got? What have you um, got for us? Um, well, I did a thing on Instagram asking if anyone's got any questions. I was hoping I'd get some good ones about you that I could kind of surprise on you. And there's not really um, many good ones. So I'm just going to read out a couple of quick ones because all I like doing with these is what it means sometimes it could be for the title. Of course. But, um, will Nike ever make clubs again? Doubt it. Yeah, doubt it. Uh, would Rick ever venture into YouTube boxing? I reckon he could take Jake Paul easily. Have you seen Logan Paul and Mayweather? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, what? literally what just is Mayweather pay, doing? Getting paid a squillion pounds. You in Crossfield, celebrity boxing? Yeah. I think you'd really do him. Yeah, be I would. I think you and Pete would be a close fight. No, bloody hell. Lump him. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love the podcast. Imagine Richard in a YouTube video. I'd lump him. I'm well hard. <laughs> um, okay. Favourite car brand? Mm, don't know. Tesla? Is it though? No, it's probably not. <laughs> I feel like I want to say that because it's the cool cool thing Merc to say. for me, I think, all round. Just so nice, aren't they? I don't know. All round. I don't know. This is a really know. weird question. Someone's asked stories about betting. I don't bet, personally. I don't think it's the best thing to do. But equally, if you like putting a flutter on when they open on or something, I'm not... Stories about betting? What do they mean by that? I'd probably have you ever won that? any big bets or anything like that. Oh, right, okay. Uh, no, I've never won any big bets. I, I don't particularly... I have bet on golf, yes. <clears throat> I know it's getting much more popular in America at the moment. I feel like I've been through that phase in my life when I... Kind of 18 to 22, I did a lot of betting, a lot of gambling, casinos, and this and that and the other, and I kind of came out of it and was like, right, that's that part of my life done. But betting on golf, it's just so hard to predict. It really is. Unless you go for the favourite, or it's like, I don't know, either that. 
it's not always going to come through. Um, well, this is quite a good question. I don't feel like this one. Someone said, what's the fame like for you? Meaning, meaning you, obviously. <laughs> I thought it might let me at first. Guy's got a thousand Instagram followers now. 1,700. Whoa. Yeah. Flex. Um, what's the fame like? I don't know. Most 90% of the time, I don't really see any of it. It's just at golf places, isn't it? Really? Just at golf places. Gets a little bit too. We're going to um, have to employ some heavy, you know, bit of security soon, I think. Peter but. Finch and Matt Crossfield. <laughs> um, last question then is, um, what happened to the review show? Which, if you don't know what the review show was, it was a new style of video we did where it was like three or four video reviews in one video. I thought the concept was pretty good. I think what the time that we did it, we had a big backlog of products we'd not mm. reviewed, basically. So we wanted to review it, but we didn't feel like like some of it just didn't really warrant a full actual review because. I know we spoke about it on the podcast before. For me to do a full review on a product, like it's not easy. It takes time. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of, you know, uh, which is all fine. Obviously, I love doing it, but it, it's not dead easy to produce a, a full video. And for me, that video has to be a bit of a banger. It has to get views. Otherwise, that kind of time was a bit not wasted. But ideally, we need views for that. So, um, so the review show came in where I thought, well, actually, I could review three or four products that maybe are not as high profile, smash them up into one show and see how it got. And it did well. Did we do two shows? Did two, yeah. I didn't mind it. No. I don't know. Don't know what to add from that. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for your time, Rick. I'll um, <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. This is episode 51 of the Rick Shields Golf Show podcast. Next two are potentially massive. Massive.